Hey, After Buzzers, welcome back. You are watching the after show for Homeland Episode 4. Finally, we have a death. Who is it? Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ah, yes, the Homeland music. It's not so uplifting, but, <laughs> right? Yes, after a week hiatus, though, it was still nice to hear those tones, those somber, mm-hmm. jazz, ornamental music back in my yeah, living that's room. That's your little, ja- yeah, little calm jazz. <laughs> All right, so welcome back. We're going to be covering episode four tonight. And uh, I was wrong. Unfortunately, the Falcons did not rise up to the occasion, <laughs> and the Patriots won. So Damn, a little bit that of, was a tough loss, Yeah, though. a little bummer on my side, but uh, so... Homeland, episode four. I'm Rick Hong. You can find me at Rick Hong on all social media. And I'm joined by Leslie Corral. Where can we find you? Yeah, you can find me at Leslie Tafes on Instagram and Twitter. Just concised it. Leslie Corral, Leslie Tafes. But I've seen a lot of um, your tweets towards us um, on Homeland. Been very excited to hear some of your thoughts and opinions. And I am excited to talk about tonight's episode. Yeah, so we uh, so we missed like you know like a week of it, or it's like two weeks since we've been uh, back, or Super since we Bowl are, break. Yep, Super Bowl break, and uh, finally, I feel like the season is picking up. It is picking up. I felt like this episode began kind of like a sleeper episode, and then all of a sudden. Bam, payoff that I did not, I didn't see it coming. I didn't, no, I didn't, you know, the funny thing is, I didn't see what was coming either, and I kept thinking, dude, if this storyline keeps kind of going the way that it is, I'm going to be tuning out. Yeah, no, I I felt like, I was like, most of the episode, I was just like, oh, okay, okay. And then these last moments when Saiku was in his truck, I sort of felt uneasy. I like, had a sense. And his friend, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't like you, dude. But um, but I definitely did not see that coming. Yeah, like the way that they shot it, the, the setup from when he's leaving the dock or he's leaving that the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets in that truck and you feel you you start getting this weird like, it's why are they kind of just taking so much time on this shot of him yeah. starting the car? And then it gets eerie, and they t- they, they kind of take their time and you know before they get into. What happens? Yes. And I feel like this was very meticulous because even going back to his welcome home party, they were like, oh, we got you your job back and you're going to start early in the morning. It's like all of the steps were already aligning for him to essentially be set up. Right. For this. I mean, or what do you think for this essential terrorist act that happened? Yeah. I mean, it's. I yeah I just because the whole thing for me is that yeah I didn't see it but I was trying to correlate what was going on at the party mm-hmm. where he bumps into his buddies mm-hmm. and his buddies are like you know they're they're kind of giving him crap. You okay, know? so you want to break it down? Yeah, let's break it okay, down. Okay, so episode begins. Um, Seiku is released from jail. Um, Carrie's plan to essentially strong arm um, the FBI works. Because she had their audio. <laughs> she, she used her carry magic. She used her carry magic. She got him out. Um, so he's free to go. They drop the charges. Only thing is he can't talk. Don't talk about anything. Uh, but a 20-year-old is going to do what a 20-year-old does. Exactly. So he comes home. He has a nice welcome home party, which was really, I, I felt like, oh, this is great. And it feels like Carrie enjoyed it as well because she always works hard to, like, make something happen or to prevent something from happening. And rarely does she get that payoff where she actually sees, like, the smiling faces on the mom, on the sister. She got that payoff, which I feel like you could see it was rewarding for her. Yeah, like, I'm in the car. She's smiling. She's happy. Yes. He, like, he, like, you know, Seiku gets in the car. He's like... So what happened? 
Yeah, and she kind of just does this little grin. And I felt like I was like, okay, Carrie. I yeah, felt she happy got her win. Her. She got her win. She got a win. Um, didn't last long. So at the party, though, everyone's happy, go lucky, yay, say her mo- His home. mom's happy. And then these two friends who I haven't seen before, right? We no, haven't seen no. them before this season. All of a sudden, they're just like, oh, so, you know, I'm free or I'm, I'm not dirty or anything. Essentially, um, Alluding to the fact that he's wearing a wire because that must have been the only way. Or like he now he's the FBI informant, whereas like yeah, the one friend is just like, oh man, we're just joking around. Where the other guy just kind of just stays I hated serious. That guy. Yeah, I was like, you know what, dude, you can leave the party if you're just gonna be a hater, bringing the tone down. He's essentially like raining on his parade. Like you know, what did you do to get out? You must have snitched. You must have you know not been telling the whole story. What's going on? And Seiko's like, no man, and then. And then he kind of tries to play it off. But I'm like, ooh, you're just that friend that nobody wants here. Um, so anyway, like you said, Seku, 20-year-old kid, he's just like, well, you know what? I got to prove to everyone that I'm still he got He got provoked. And he posts video online, basically talking. The only thing he was ordered not to do, he talks. And you're just like, oh, kid, what are you doing? I mean, he calls out Saad and he's just like, yeah. dude, this is the guy that betrayed me. I didn't do anything. And then, okay, so then Carrie comes and has a talking to him. And she's like, you know what? We got you out. This is what you have to do. And he kind of acts like a bratty teenager. Yep. The 20-year-old's going to do what a 20-year-old's yeah, going to do. Yeah, and it's like you realize you were fa- facing maybe a lifetime in prison. 15, 10 years minimum. And she got you out. And this was just this one thing. But she got through to him. I feel like he took the video down afterwards. And then he, these two friends, especially that one that I hate, Start talking shit again. Like, oh, but yeah, you put it up. Good job. But then you took it down. What's up with that? And the guy still has the same look on his face. He's like still just like kind of an asshole look on his face. Like, like, why'd you take it down, man? Yeah. Um, So that whole, and that was leading up to the scene of him getting in his truck, which was the final scene of him driving across the bridge and then boom, explosion. And then from the preview of next week, it seems like it's essentially another attack against New York, very 9-11 feeling. People are going to start coming after Kerry, coming after the law organization that defended him because now Seku looks like he was a terrorist that was just released. And- but this is a great thing is that now the show really, really, really picks up. Yes. It feels like it's homeland again. Yes. You know, up until this point, at least the Seku part of the story, as we were talking about, mm-hmm. didn't feel like it was Homeland. It was just, it just kind of just was dragging. Okay, so it's a court case. I thought before I watched the episode tonight, as I came into the studio to mm-hmm. watch it, I was thinking, how how is this part of the storyline going to play out? Yeah, and and now this kind of sets up because there's a lot of things that's going to roll out from this action. One, so now... New York, the country is going to be on alert again, just as the new president is about to take office. We can go into theories in a bit, but essentially, the person who set this up is might have been targeting Carrie. And oh, you think? Yes, and my thought was Dara Dahl, because now, how is she going to be an advisor to the president when she essentially orchestrated the release of this kid who now appears to have committed a terrorist act? Hmm, interesting. I mean, interesting. And and on top of that, there's going to be investigation as I mean, carry her own investigation as to who actually set this up. Yes, yep, yep. I mean, there's so many things. And then, you know, we can't fully rule out maybe he was involved in something. I don't think he was. No. No, this is this is a clear blackmail think, on yeah. someone's part or doing or manipulated or something. But I got to say, you know, I was really kind of like I'm glad I'm glad because it's starting to pick up now. We, we're getting action. But I was sad to see him die because even though I was annoyed at him for the first 
beginning of the episode because he was giving Carrie and everybody else so much attitude. I feel like she did get through to him. She had a, he had that little moment with his mom where she was like, I'm really happy you're home. And I feel like that, he was like, you know what? This means something. And even when he was telling off that stupid punk kid who was like, why'd you take it down? He was like, you got to pick your battles. I feel yeah. like he had done a little bit of growing up. Yeah, yeah. Even kind of, in that right, night. right, right, right. They did, the, they, they did the kind of closure thing where it's just like, bye, mom. Okay, I'll listen to you, Carrie. And uh, hey, I grew up and now... Boom, I'm dead. And I'm going to be known as a terrorist. Yes. Oh, it sucks, man. It sucks for him, but I'm excited for where the storyline's going to go. I'm, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm happy because, yeah, it just, I, I was like, where is this part? And I, I didn't really like his character, unfortunately. Yeah. Or fortunately. So it's nice to see him gone. But now to see what the aftermath is really going to be. I is... don't agree. I don't think I was crazy about his character. I was sympathetic to his character because I feel like, you know, again, as bratty or as annoying as he was, he still hadn't done anything wrong. And what had True. been done to him was wrong. And so that's why I'm sympathetic to his character. I'm excited to see where this is going to go. Do you want to start talking about theories or do you want to hit other topics? No, well, let's do it at the end. We'll, okay, Because we'll okay. that'll, that'll go into like the previews that we saw for okay. like, yeah, let's right, do it at perfect. the end. Okay, so another huge thing this episode was the whole Dara Dahl, um, president-elect power struggle here. Uh-huh. And then... Stardoll took it a step further and finally just confronted Carrie. And he's like, you know what? I know what you're doing. I know I'm not Saul. I was like, man, he just came at her, like right at her daughter's school. And he was like, and you got to stop. So then here's the thing. Who is the mole? I don't, I don't know. Is it, is it the guy, the right-hand man? I feel like it's the right-hand man that's always with the president-elect. I, I'm, I apologize. I don't know his name at the moment. But... Yeah, I don't know his name either. I don't think it's him. I feel like it's going to be just some unnamed person person i don't i don't think that is the story i think it's just that dar knows he just knows what's up wait because it was it was it you last week that's talked about the the security guy yeah that was me yeah, but so yeah. we haven't seen him yet in this, we haven't episode, seen him this episode so he's still he's also still a suspect he is still a suspect um but essentially and that's where because my husband pointed this out because i didn't suspect dar doll be behind it but he essentially threatens her he was like you don't know how vulnerable you are Regardless if it had anything to do with the Seiku thing, what do you think he meant? Like when he and then she told him essentially the same thing. <laughs> They're both. It was, a, it was a real power struggle. Just like you back off. No, you back off. Back you off. don't know what you're doing. No, you don't know what you're doing. It's just yeah. It was just like it a lot was of back funny. And forth. It, it was really funny. And then um, obviously the president elect's not very happy with him because he essentially leaked some trash talk to her to the new the new the. About about the Iran the New York Times. New, did they say nuclear. it was at the, the time, well? They said tumor. the Times. The Times. I'm sure they didn't want to alienate and say which yeah, specific right before her press conference. Right. She hasn't taken offense yet. This is all like, I feel like this is a lot of stuff happening before she's even been sworn in. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, and she reveals like to us or at least to the audience or like in her conversation mm-hmm. that the current president and she talked about this and they're like yeah. both like let's deal with this after you come into office. Yes, exactly. And then. Nobody's seen the official Saw report yet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're still waiting on that, so we don't know exactly what's going to happen. And I don't know, maybe I wasn't like paying attention enough, but did he essentially get kidnapped at the end of the episode? I feel like he did, right? Well, Saul, you know, Saul's an interesting guy because it's like, dude, you go out in this like road and you get in this mysterious car. It's like, dude, don't don't get in a mysterious car number one because I know, it's right? like never good things don't happen to you, Saul, when you do this. Yes. And sure enough, this guy's his friend, though. I feel like a tie. Yes, a tie. We saw him last season. I was like, I know you. It took me a while for it to come back. So they have some kind of past. 
I was annoyed because when he comes and Saul's about to leave, he's basically interrogating Saul and his sister. Like, out of nowhere, he's like, well, how late did you talk? Well, did you take a nap? Well, did you go for a walk? Well, did this? And I'm like, dude, he's leaving. You know, he's like, oh, I insist. Let me give you a ride. And then Saul, like you said, he just gets in the car like, okay. And then he's like, you know what? Your flight's missing. Or what did he say? Your flight's been delayed. It's been been canceled, right? It's been canceled, Yeah, you're going to have to spend some time with us and answer some questions. Like, oh, my gosh, Saul, what are you doing? Like, where are you stuck in? I don't even know. But meanwhile, he's just like Joe Cool. He's like, he kind of just already kind of knows that. He does know. He's like, all right, fine. What did he say at the end? He was like, shit. Or I don't know. He just, like, doesn't phase him. I feel like, how many times has he been kidnapped now? Yeah, that's true. Throughout the course of the series. He's even trying to kill himself. Yeah. So, you know. um, that was kind of crazy. Um, and then there's Quinn. <laughs> crazy Quinn. And, okay, so. Yes, Quinn is crazy. He is crazy, but you know what? He's not crazy. Because there's something happening with the guy across the street. Well, okay, so I was a little confused. So I'm trying to figure out, is he just trying to get himself something to do? Number mm-hmm. one. Number two, you know, you and I talked about, you know, we want to see the old Quinn back. Yes. And in this episode, you really see him, you know, he gets up, even if he can only do certain things, he obviously goes and picks a lock. But what confused me is when he gets to that guy's apartment, I didn't understand the stool and the carpet thing. Okay. And he discussed it to Carrie and said, yeah, but you know what I saw? I saw this. And I was like, well, if you have a stool with legs on a carpet, aren't you going to see its marks? But I probably missed something. From what I understood from that scene, it's, yeah, it, you have a stool on a carpet, it gets marks. But those marks were very deep. Like, they were, like, ingrained. So, obviously, that stool's been there for a long time, and there's been weight on it. Okay, so okay, essentially, weight, yes. Like so a camera or... Well, what I got from it, it was confirmation that the guy in the apartment has been sitting on the stool and has been essentially spying on Carrie. For me, that's what the stool meant. It's confirmation. Yeah, but this guy maybe doesn't, he doesn't, you know, have a back patio, so maybe it's just, you know, maybe he's a peeping yeah, Tom. Yeah, but it's, like, know? pointed right at Carrie's apartment. I feel like, I don't know, it is a stretch, but I felt like that's where Quinn's mind went, and that's where mine went. I was like, well, yeah, I'm right. So when he when he finds the guy, you know, next to the mailbox, weird. did you did you think he was going to get his ass beat? I didn't know what was going to happen. I was like, is he going to, is Quinn going to kick that guy's ass? Is that guy going to kick? Quinn's ass. Quinn, no, Quinn's not. No, he's definitely not in the. Oh you, my gosh! I mean, of course, he did. He was smart enough to pause. He did say, uh, "He says like, where you know, where are you from?" He says like, "I'm across," and then he just kind of stops. Yeah, kind. But then the whole thing, I'm like, if this guy has been spying on Carrie, wouldn't have he seen Quinn by now? And wouldn't he have known and recognized him instantly? Right. Maybe, and I mean, clearly- and Quinn made a scene in the second episode in the front patio. I feel like. So I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe this but the guy. Is, so, but the guy's spying on. So here's a here's a here's a key thing. If the guy's spying on Carrie, mm-hmm. he clearly didn't recognize Quinn. No, he didn't. So which I was surprised. That? I thought he would have. Right. So what does that say? So I mean, maybe Quinn is is the is the mysterious guy in Quinn's head? Comment below. Let us know. Yes, tweet you know, us your thoughts. Um, always love hearing this, the conspiracy theories that you guys have. Is too. Quinn is Quinn right or is he cray? And who is this man? Also, I want to know. Okay, so, like you said, this episode, I feel like, reminded me that Quinn still has limitations, that he still walks with a limp. He's not fully articulate. Like, when he speaks, I get sad, because I'm like, oh, Quinn, you're not all there. But he doesn't, but he's a killer, though. He's a killer, so he doesn't really need to talk anyways, right? I know, but, (laughs) I mean, you know, he doesn't have all of his facilities. But I like what you said. Maybe this is keeping him occupied, and maybe this is helping him somehow recover by keeping his mind active, not thinking about his own pain or his own misery, and trying to solve some kind of 
puzzle or thing for someone that he cares about. So I don't know. Maybe that's also, maybe it's just nothing at the end. And I'll tell you what, too, when it comes to progress, mm-hmm. something that I've done once ever is I've gone to the gun range and trying to put bullets. I mean, in the movies, they make these experts look like it's so so mm-hmm. easy. It is really hard. It hurts your fingers. It's difficult. <laughs> so to see him be able to do that on the show says he's making progress. Yeah, yeah. And he obviously was able to break into the house and I don't even get how he got the code into the building, but he figured it out, I guess. Yeah, but it's, I mean, you, you know, you can call anybody and say like, hey, uh, I no, left my he, mail. No, like, but I felt or... like he did something. Um, I don't know. That guy, though, obviously, he he's a pretty, like, bold guy. He was just like, I'm gonna call the cops. Like, he, like, right away was like, didn't mess around with him. He was very straightforward, so he means business. Yeah, I mean, but you know, I feel, but I'm not that way in my apartment complex. Like, if I know all the people in my apartment complex okay. and I see somebody fishy and they don't look like they're, because when you're, is you that buy, a normal when, reaction? Yeah, because if, okay. if you're fucking around by someone's mailbox, that means you're not there. Because usually, like when people think about when people come into a building, okay, I guess know, I don't do that. People, normally. Are, people are like <laughs> dropping dropping packages off. They're already, you know, if like I saw you come in mm-hmm. and I wasn't quite familiar, you know, I'd be like, hey, and you'd be like, oh, I'm going to go see so and so. And he clearly asked him a question. He's like, uh, I had the wrong mail, and you know, Quinn already. Yeah. Do we, do we know if he took a shower yet? <laughs> we don't know. Um, but and he still has that rat mustache. I want him to shave no, off. No, but I mean, him and um, him and little Francie have become friends. Yeah. Clearly, uh-huh. she was just like, "Oh, Quinn, how hi, you Peter. Snack? You need your snack." Oh yeah, she said Peter. I don't know why, but like they're clearly chummy, right? So I don't know. I feel like that made me think. And you like how Maybe she described Dara Doll? She's like, "Mommy, talk to a guy that had, like basically said like he has like fake hair the or fake hair or paint hair." I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Love servant girl, she's cute." Okay, I have to shout out a couple people who tweeted at me over the weekend um, at Kaleidoscope Seven at Michaela Bree because I've always been talking about how much I love Carrie and Quinn. They are my ship of the series, and I still want them to end up together. Um, I have to point out they had a little cute moment. I thought it was cute because he comes home and he's all like, you're 14 minutes late. You know, you have to call me. I don't know. I found that cute. I was oh, like, right. Yeah, because he wanted to tell her, you know, what he's discovered in the apartment across. Um, and Carrie's kind of like, okay, yeah. But, you know, I don't know. That was cute. He still loves her. The ship is alive. It's going to keep happening. <laughs> I have to give people shout outs because people tweeted at me saying, yes, I love them. And I was like, I'm not alone and thinking this could still happen. Uh, speaking no, speaking of our viewers, and thanks for watching. Uh, someone actually put in one of the comments a couple episodes ago. We discussed the mm-hmm. whole uh, when Peter was still recovering about how he wanted to eat canned food. Yeah. The thing that I didn't realize that I missed in that was that that he specifically asked for it. I missed that part of it. So I kept huffing and puffing on this show saying, dude, I want fresh food. But one of the cool things about one of the viewers, um, thanks for commenting, that they said is probably the reason he was asking for like sealed food was maybe because he didn't want Carrie or the guy watching him, like putting meds into his food. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, completely. Um, so we do appreciate it when you comment. Yes. We do read them. And yeah, uh, I read them we will time. discuss them. I feel like um, he must be taking them now because he still seemed the most coherent. Every episode, he slowly feels like he's the most coherent from the prior one. So he's obviously taking something because he's still, he's doing better. Well, do you feel like maybe he feels that he has a purpose now that he saw his death or his potential death? Yeah. So it's kind of like, for me, the way that I look at that is that you do open up a whole can of worms, nightmare, but the other token is, is that it feels like a fire to be like, okay, I'm going to stop being depressed and getting blowjobs from hookers and taking drugs and uh, listening to conspiracy radio, and I'm actually get off my ass and try to be the person that I used to be, and maybe go after whoever tried killing him or 
you know, whatever. I mean, those guys are all dead anyways, I think, but... I think that's exactly what's going to happen, and that's why I love him and Carrie, because I feel like he doesn't really care about anything in his life anymore. You know, at this point, going back to any kind of work is not really anything plausible. He um, has the, I guess, the luxury that he has a friend and a home that's there with him, and now... That's why I say I don't really know if this is all in his head or if he's crazy. But this is someone he cares about. So if there is someone, um, you know, stalking Carrie or spying on her, this is kind of like he gave himself a mission. He gave himself some kind of purpose without Carrie, without Franny, someone for him to protect. He's being the protector in his head, I think. What would he be doing? He really would just be down that path. There's nothing for him to grasp on. They're kind of like his beacon, I think. You know, and something they haven't done in the show yet is they haven't really talked about how much Quinn knows about what Carrie's doing now. You know, right. she, like she could, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, dude, I'm out of the business. I'm out of the business. Yeah. This is what I do. So, you know, I, I don't know if like, you know, behind the scenes, if they, you know, we know that they've had like that discussion or if he still feels like she's still like CIA and everything. Clearly, he doesn't know that she's an advisor to the president. No, I don't elect. think he knows that. Um, I don't think he knows anything about his life because I she he was talking to her and then she takes the call and that's when they tell her, oh, say who in the video. And he doesn't. I mean, she kind of just leaves and then the next scene it's over. I don't think that that's something that they're discussing. Um he probably has no clue what's going on. He just knows that there's a man across the street that might be spying on them. Or and that's thinks, all he needs to know. Or he thinks, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, theories, predictions? No, no. We got, we have, uh, who else do we, who else do we have? Uh, we talked about, we talked about President-elect. Yes. We talked about the President-elect. Um, we talked about Dara Dahl. Mm-hmm. So what do you what do you think about Saul though? Because every every season, you know, um, clearly like you know, like the first couple of seasons, it, it was about his relationship mm-hmm. with Carrie. Mm-hmm. And right now, they don't have much of a relationship yeah. because Carrie's not doing her usual spy stuff that she does. Yes. So like they brought in, so they you know in the first couple of seasons, it was about him and his wife mm-hmm. and their relationship. And then last season, it was all about this like weird affair that he had with the chick who was like yeah. a double double agent spy mm-hmm. that totally betrayed him, and he blew her up in her shot her up in her car um, in the trunk. So like this season now, they brought in his sister. Yes. So what do you think of that dynamic? Um, I don't like his sister that much. I today the episode where she was just like, you know, you haven't visited me in eleven or twelve years, and now yeah, we find out finally... that timeline though. Twelve years is a long time yeah. to have not physically maybe seen, maybe other than Skype or something. Yeah, and a she, sibling. She was like, you know, and the first time you do, it's for work. How do you think that makes me feel? And while on the surface, yes, that's all in good, I feel like she clearly hasn't made an effort to reach out to him either. It kind of works both ways. I felt like she was very, I don't know. I feel like when it comes to sibling relationships, it's easy to put the blame on one person. But at the same time, she clearly turned her back on him at some point, kind of chose her husband and they didn't get along. So she didn't keep contact with him either. She never went to go visit him, but yet it's all his fault that he never went. And then I'm always going to go back to the fact that Saul and Carrie and all these people, they have really important jobs. And so at some point, I feel like, okay, he's not going to be the best brother, but the country's better off for it. So I don't know. I wasn't too crazy about her. That was just my thing. Which, so which, which one do you believe? Do you believe that he really wanted to see his sister? Or like what she said, it's like, dude, you came to see me because you need to do business. Oh, she's absolutely right. She was right <laughs> in that. I, she, yes, he, I don't. I, but I, I also feel like he said, like, I mean, yeah. I have to do this, but, I mean, he didn't have to go see her. He probably just could have dipped in and out. It was one day, quick turnaround. Um, I got to say, though, I want Saul, uh, I kind of want him back home because slowly, 
I don't want to. I love him. I love Saul's character. Sure. He's kind of becoming my least interested part of the season so far. I feel like I'm more interested in what's happening with every other character, like Dardal, Carrie, Quinn. The president, what's going the president the power struggle with the president like, with, with Saul, he's so out of the game right now as far as like what's happening. He doesn't even know what's happening. That I'm slowly kind of like, oh, can we bring him back into the storyline and make him more relevant in that? Because otherwise I'm slowly like not that interested in what's happening. I don't know. Well, what about, what how, about you, how about you guys? What do what's, you guys what, think? Yeah, what's been interesting? What hasn't been interesting? I mean, I said the Seku part was boring me. She says the Saul part was kind of boring mm-hmm. her. So let us know. Um, yeah, you know, uh, well, so like that, that's like so like that kind of leads into, you know, it kind of leads into next next week's episode mm-hmm. where there's so now there's like this big big catastrophic event. Yes. So clearly, like, and the, the guy even said it. He's just like, hey, something happened back home. To Saul, yeah. So that, I, I would think that means like Saul's gonna I hope actually so. get on a plane. I want him to come back, come back and figure out what's going on. Yes, um, I, that's what I think needs to happen, and I think he needs to go back to. I like it when he's Carrie's ally, but you don't really know what he's gonna do. Like, is he gonna help her? Is he gonna turn against her? Is he gonna help her? But looks like he's playing her. I love that. I love when that happens. So he needs to come back, and um, obviously things are not on the surface what they appear to be, and obviously. Carrie's going to have to try to figure out what that is. It's going to be tough for her with people throwing rocks through her window, as we see is going to happen next episode. And then they kind of set up to where there's like a raid on her house and Quinn's inside. And she was like, oh, my gosh, you guys, there's a trained killer in there. Watch out. That was crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even though, even though he's a trained killer, but he's half, he's still half man in terms of what he can do. So yeah, but I feel like I almost imagine like a Home Alone scenario where he can't physically beat them up, but he can set all kinds of weird contraptions. You know what I mean? Because obviously <laughs> a, paint, a paint thing coming by and boom. You know, I mean, he was able to break in the door. He was able to do a few things. Not all of his hot doorknob, hot doorknob. Uh, wait, so was it you then that said that you think, or maybe it was someone else that said Quinn is going to put Franny's life in danger? Yeah, I think a couple of us said that that might happen. Not intentionally. I, I think a couple of people said that they did, but I was like, I think you will not intentionally. I think next season. Sure. No, next it's never going to be intentional, but. Yeah, um, I think it might happen. Yeah, but well, now, I mean, it looks like it Inadvertently, looks... it's not really all of his fault. Right. Because if this is, a, you know, a blowback from the whole, say, who Carrie stuff, I mean, Carrie can only have herself to blame. For that to some extent. Um, Even I, though we've only seen snippets, we don't really know what the lead up of why her house is being raided. I just remembered something we haven't touched upon yet. So the president-elect essentially asked Carrie to be a snitch in this episode. Yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, you know, you got you to you do, you do what you got to do. You think she's going to do it? Dep- it, dep- it depends on... Her, it depends on... You know, because throughout, because like for whole Carrie's whole thing, and even like that type of a job, it's like for her, it's it's always been about integrity, right? Yeah. But she always had to manipulate things behind the scenes. It's like she told Seku, "Do you realize that that person could have gone to jail? I could go to jail." Mm-hmm. So when you're asking me if she's going to snitch, it's like if it serves like a better, a higher interest or a better interest for somebody, mm-hmm. then yes. You think so? Okay, so I have. Or it means screwing over Dara Doll? Absolutely. Well, I have a I have a couple of thoughts. So, like you said, she's a spy. I feel like spies are like trained secret holders. That's essentially like part of their arsenal. And they know that everything... She probably has a lot of dirt on him, but he has dirt on her. Kind of what she said. And you still got to watch each other's backs. So I feel like 
if she does end up, you know, revealing some things about him that helped the president, you know, um, sort of back him into a corner, I feel like that'll be her transition from being a spy to being like almost like a politician because that's almost something like a politician mm-hmm. would do like you know use something to your own advantage even though it's not ethical but it's for the greater good and usually that's what people think oh well this is the right thing so i'm gonna cut this deal i'm gonna do that um and if she doesn't she's staying true to her spy self who i don't think would um that whole interaction with her and the president-elect made me think i had a theory and then it shot out by the end of the episode was that maybe the president-elect is almost like tailoring her to be the next head of the cia because I could see that. She already, like, kind of threatened Dar, saying, you know, if you can't do this, I'll find someone who will. So right. I could see the president-elect, when she is in office, removing Dar and placing Carrie as the head of the CIA, which I was like, whoa, how cool would that be? But do we know if that's what she wants? I don't know if that's what she wants, but I can see the president sure. thinking, oh, she, of course, wouldn't want this, you know? Um, and well, then, right. And then if Carrie would accept, that would be a really cool way to bring her back into the CIA, because now she's got the president's ear, and, but... By the end of this episode, I feel like that can't happen because her credibility is going to be shot after, you know, helping. Now she's screwed. Yeah. Like, really, the head of the CIA let this terrorist go. So that, I don't know if that's going to And the whole thing with the snitching part, I was thinking, I just thought about this, is the one hesitation that she might have, you know, because she brought it up, is Saul. Yeah. Will it put Saul in trouble? So then how much of a father figure is Saul to her to say, for her to be like, can't do it? Exactly. And that's why I'm saying if she doesn't, she's staying true to her spy self who wouldn't. Um, And if she does, it's going to be, I don't know, I feel like something drastic. I think it has to be more than just um, Dar being a douche to her on the street and basically threatening her. I think it's going to take more than that to get Carrie to really sell him out. Like some, I don't know, maybe something that has to do with the bomb or I don't know, something that really puts her in a corner where she has no other choice and this is the best option forward. So what? So so what do, you, what do you think is going to happen next week? Next week, oh my gosh! Um, I uh, I feel like next week is going to be kind of a concentration on the reaction from the bomb. I don't think I don't know. Maybe they'll throw in more stuff like developing the storyline, but I think that's going to be the catalyst that drives everything else. So okay, so that was, so I was just thinking about that. So so the bomb happens. So maybe mm-hmm. that's what forces the people to say, okay, clearly something happened because of Carrie. Mm-hmm. So now we got to raid her house, mm-hmm. you know, because of this bomb. So, yeah. that's, so that, that's, that triggers the whole Quinn thing. Do we think we're going to see more stuff play out next week with the neighbor? Or do you think they'll just concentrate on the event? I think they're just going to concentrate. I don't see the neighbor. I don't know. I just don't, I don't even get where the neighbor would play in. Like, unless he really is spying on her and he's connected to Dar somehow, or I don't know, because otherwise, like this is just a random guy. Maybe he is spying on her, and like you said, he's just a little pervy. Okay, know. so then we're, and then we're both and then we're both going to see. That's in our minds. We're both going to see Saul come back to the states, and he's going to deal with this. To that's what like, I'm hoping. I mean, I don't know. I guess if his friend finally wants to let him go, catch it, flight, right? Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Saul needs to come back. I think that um, that guy, the the other lawyer who was helping Carrie with this case, I don't I don't trust him. I feel like he might sell Carrie out, and that's why the whole raid into her. Because that's kind of like, I don't know. In my when I saw the preview, I was kind of like, that's kind of like a big thing. Like just because she was his lawyer doesn't mean you got to raid her house. Something has to lead them to make that drastic call, right? And he's not a hundred percent in the know of what she did behind the scenes and this, to get Seku released. And in this episode, he expressed like 
disapproval. He was like, I don't really know what you did. I don't like it. You know, it doesn't seem like it was ethical or legal. And I mean, it wasn't. Um, so I feel like he, he, maybe not even in a mean way, but he might be like, yeah, she did some stuff and I don't know what she or did. Or to even say, I was defending this guy. Now he's a known terrorist. So maybe more of a way to say, I'm disassociating myself and saying, hey, that had nothing to do with me. That was Carrie and Sekou, yeah. you yeah. know. So if anything, yeah, that'll be my prediction. I feel like that guy is going to be involved with somehow Carrie being in further deep shit. So then, how, what do you think? What do you think the, the how do you think the president elect will play into this? I mean, she's, or will she distance herself? I don't know. I hadn't thought of that. You're right. Like, did you ever see? Did you ever watch House of Cards? Yes. Remember, remember the barbecue guy? Yeah. And the barbecue guy got in trouble Love because his son had the gun, and yeah. then all of a sudden, you know, Underwood was like. Hey, I'm gonna have to like not come here so much. I can't, you know, whatever it is. So I'm trying to think that yeah. she's had Carrie as an advisor for so long. Does it mean that she's gonna trust her less now, or she's like, hey, I understand this had nothing to do with you. There's a conspiracy going on. We're gonna find out. Well, to the benefit of the president-elect, nobody knows about their relationship. It's not public, so she doesn't really have to distance herself. Or, but you know, behind closed doors, I can't see her being like, you know what, I'm not touching this. Like, I don't want to get involved. I don't really want to lend help or support. And you're just going to have to. Yeah, because like you just said, it's, it screws her chance if she actually had a plan yeah. of putting Carrie as the head exactly. of the CIA or bringing her back into the fold. Which would I, that's what I was thinking. Um, so what do you think? Like, what is, what happened there? No clue. I don't know. And a part of me just thinks it was his stupid douchey friend who set him up. I don't know. And provoked him. Yeah, I don't. I mean, probably not. But all of a sudden, he just comes and he's just like poking, poking, poking. You know. Wait. So do we? So then, do we like that? So we're at, we're at episode four. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have we have a bunch of episodes still to yeah. go before the end of the season. So do we think it'll drag out to the end of the season for us to find out who the bomber actually was, or do you think we'll find out in the next couple episodes? I think it's going to drag out to the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. And I think Carrie's going to have to deal with a lot of blowback. I feel like it sucks, but because she let. I think she's going to see the consequences of, like, little things. Like, she got, she fought so hard to get this guy out that more guys like him are going to get arrested, are going to be put behind bars before they ever do anything because people are going to be on such high alert. And it's essentially going to prove, like, that DEA agent, right, like, oh, it's better to be cautious and, like, take away civil liberties, but at least we're safe, you know? You know, one thing I just thought about with, with the now that, now that the bomb's going off is Carrie's always been in the know. She's always been behind the scenes, inside mm-hmm. the government, the CIA, you know, being a spy, whatever it is. Now she's a civilian. Yeah. So how much access is she going to have now that she's a, a, a civilian? It's going to be tough. And if anything, that highlights what Dara Dahl said, which is he was like, you haven't been here for years. You don't know what I know. And yet you're advising. He was essentially saying you're giving her crappy advice. You don't, you're not in the know. And Carrie might think that she's got a good handle of what she thinks is happening behind the scenes, but she doesn't. And maybe there, I feel like Dardal always, I'm, I never really like him, but I never hate him. And I think it's always because at the end, he really? kind of, I always hate Dardal. You always hate him? I don't always hate him. I think I could see it being a situation where right now we're just like, oh, what is he doing? And at the end, it's because he had some kind of knowledge that we didn't all know about. And he was right in his maneuvering. I don't know. But they've done that before. Right. And so. Dara's all still, he's still there. I feel he's like he hasn't there. been shot. He's still there. He's still able to pull, play Puppet Master and play strings. So. But you know what's funny? When they were doing that whole, no, you stand down, no, you stand down. At the end, <laughs> she was just like, um, you know, you've had it for 50 years. And 
she almost sounded like a constituent. You know, when people say like, oh, you know, this person's been in office for so long or these people have been in charge for so long and nothing's gotten better. Let's try something new. She almost sounded like that. She was like, you've been doing it for 15 years and, you know, we're still bad. It's almost like she's gone back to that citizen, private citizen civilian thing because she doesn't know what's going on. And when you're in it, you're just like, well, things you can't change things as much as you think you can when you're on the outside. So did you do the thing? So this is what I did. When she said you've been doing it for 50 years, all of a sudden I started thinking, wait, how old is this guy? And I started having rewind in the clock. I mean, 50 years. It's like, so how young was he when he first started doing all of this? Yeah, I, I kind of had that. And then I, I was like, well, he hasn't been in charge for 50 years, but he's essentially been in it mm-hmm. and maybe had high office. I don't know. But he's old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 50 years. Let's say he started at 18 has to be like 70 something that's old yeah yeah <laughs> i mean maybe she has a point maybe someone else should come in but uh what do we have so do we have anything else let's see um hmm what do you think's gonna happen to franny is she gonna get hurt oh they can't hurt a little kid on tv <laughs> you don't think you can do that in the movies you can't do that on tv <laughs> no no i think she'll be okay she'll be okay she'll be in danger but right she'll be put in danger but she'll be okay okay um, because they, they need to keep her around or at least keep her somewhat safe because at some point I'm hoping not this season mm-hmm. not next season but as the seasons go along you heard Dardell say oh hey what a pretty girl nice color hair so like I want to yeah, see how I she gets older that. to figure you know finally sit there and say hey mom who's my dad yeah I completely caught that too and I was just like he's just like rubbing it in her face um, or things that you've brought up in the past like in, the, in the first couple episodes bringing up um, you know Dana will yeah. we see will we see Dana show up right exactly I actually would kind of like it if one day they like pull an old um, cameo um, I love Carrie but I always feel like when she's interacting with Francie I feel like she's being a fake kind of like fake mom like it doesn't it never feels like it's coming natural Right? I always get that vibe. Well, it's because we don't, you don't genuinely ever see Carrie smile. Well, no, because even like <laughs> when she's taking smile. her it's away. It's always the crying face. <laughs> it's true. When you take her away from Dara Vidal, she's like, okay, come on, sweetheart. Like, I felt like she emphasized that she's like trying to be like this consoling mom. I don't know. I feel like Carrie doesn't still seem at ease in motherhood. Like, she's trying. Oh, let me make her some um, celery with peanut butter she just and like in the, the raisins the ants on a log yeah like did you see she was making it for her when quinn was trying to tell her about the man across the street um i think that's still something she struggles with that was just an observation i found my own well i'm, I'm still waiting to see uh <laughs> the, the next episode where i see you know c- crying carrie face as we saw when she revealed i think uh, we're gonna see it <laughs> i completely think we're i love see seeing it. that make, make sure it's gonna be a drinking game but um yeah all right, well, you know, after Buzzers, thanks for watching. Uh, tune in next week. We will be here. There is no Super Bowl. Uh, you can nope. find me on all social media, at uh, Rick Hong, R-I-C-K-H-O-N-G, and... You can find me at Leslita Face on Twitter and Instagram. And um, if you didn't watch the episode today and you're, like, following it throughout the week, just send us questions, send us your comments. We appreciate um, it. We love them. We love hearing your theories, you know, what's happening with Quinn, what's going to happen after this explosion. Um, and if there's anything that you think we missed and you want us to talk about next time just um send us tweets yeah cool thank you thanks so much and you guys have a great week from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit afterbuzztv.com 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.